Alright guys, uh, episode 31 of Video Vampires, this is Mickey. And Jessica. And we have a special guest, Diego, also at Versus Wednesday on Instagram. Yeah. Um, at, that's V-E-R. Yeah, V-E-R-S-U-S. V-E-R-S-U-S. V-E-R. I don't know if anyone has V-S Wednesday. I'm hoping no one thinks to do it. I should probably <laughs> just get it. Get like, it, just in case. Yeah, and just um, have nothing on there. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't checked out his, his Instagram page, you totally should. He's actually doing a sweet contest right now. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that thing you posted today. That, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't actually know when this is uh, when this is posting. It's going to be posting like tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Because so, we're late. We... Yeah. So, so yeah, through September, definitely. If you want some free, expensive art supplies that you shouldn't ask me how I got. Uh, definitely go to that contest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I promise that, yes, we are late, but it's, this one's going to be worth it because, trust me, we have a lot to discuss. Um, we real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, you le- listen, this is my favorite 90s movie. We haven't gotten there my yet. My favorite Brandon Lee movie. <laughs> um, We've I love already. This movie. <laughs> oh, We've yeah. already what? Yeah. <laughs> We've done. We've done. The crow. the crow. Oh, we know we've already done. Oh, but we're doing. We, we've already done Dragon the Bruce Lee story. <laughs> we're, we're doing the crow again, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you wouldn't have done the crow without me, right? Right. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah. No. We're doing. Well, hold on. We're gonna talk real quickly. Let's uh, let's cover oh, yeah. what we've seen. What we've seen. What have you seen, Jess? Well, I've, I've seen some like kind of trash in uh, Netflix movies. I love it. So I saw Anon, which I I don't actually hate, but it was kind of just poorly executed. So it's basically like a Black Mirror episode that they turned into a movie with Clive Owen. But I kind of love Clive Owen. But basically, everyone has those like eyeball sets embedded in them, and a hacker figured out a way to reverse the feed, uh, um, and so it's murdering people, but in that first person, so they can see themselves be murdered. In theory, it sounds really cool. It's yeah. just not as cool for, for forty-five. Minutes. It sounded really yeah, cool yeah. when it was called Strange Days. It was directed by Catherine yeah, Bigelow. Yeah, that. Yeah. Wait, is that a thing? I never seen it. What Strange oh, Days was nineties? Yeah. Is uh, did they have eyeball 95? sets? No, but they had like this weird like. It's like about the like VR headsets. Kind of like a VR, but you not only do you see like like what the other person's seeing, yeah, but you can exp- you feel the emotions they felt, and, and people sell like the recordings of it. That's yeah, which is a really cool it? concept. Ray Fine. Well, it's actually it's interesting because it, it ties really into what familiar. we're talking about. It stars Michael Wink. Who is the villain in The Crow? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> yes, and he, and he, boy, you know what I love about Michael Wincott, real quickly, in that is that guy's American, right? Um, you know, he really, at one point in Strange Days, a few points actually, he diver- he kind of dives into this weird British accent. Well, that's he, out the, of place. the thing he does in Count of Monte Cristo, like, he has, he started for some reason talking like a Highlander, <laughs> where he's just like, a vaguely foreign, odd sound, like, instead of just like, Having this deep voice, he's like, I have a strange deep voice from somewhere yeah. else. He's just like, he just has a very, he started going into some other thing. It's uh, Ray like Fiennes, Angela yeah. Bassett, uh, Michael Wincott, Juliet Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds really familiar. Tom Sizemore. I, I might have seen it, but I don't remember it's, anything. James Cameron came up with the story. Yeah, Angela Catherine. Bassett, that's right. She's great. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, great, yeah, she's I re- great in everything. I rewatch it. It's on HBO now. 
I hadn't seen it in years, and I was like, "Is it I on lo- HBO? Yeah. I'll probably watch it." It is fucking rad. So yeah, it's I've it's watched... really great. It's an inter- it's like you know, I guess it's cyberpunk, right? It's it like, is, but yeah. it's a murder mystery that involves exactly what you're talking. Well, kind of because in that in movie, a way, yeah. Well, because that in the, the, the there's a killer, and the way he's using what he's. It's, uh, I've I must have seen it because now that you're mentioning it, but it's like. I see you so much that I don't remember anything sure. anymore. I, I also like I, I want to say because I haven't seen Black Mirror yet, but I, oh really? Yeah, I, no. I like it. I re, I've been told I'm gonna love it. I'm actually saving it. Wait, to, like, yeah. have you seen any of it or no, just none? None. That's kind of great. And Woo! I know there's at least one specific episode that I'm supposed to like. There's absolutely. so there's, many episodes. No, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You Sure. That I will never watch again. There's one that like yeah. hurt me deeply. The, the fir- I think the very first episode of the entire. Show I love the first one. I don't want to ruin it. I'm, I'm looking but... forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely not avoiding it on purpose. I just wanted to say like it must be doing great, and I'm glad it do- it's doing great enough to where like no one says like yeah it would have been a really good Twilight Zone episode. It's like people definitely like, like transition yeah. into saying like oh this no, would have been good. a really good Black Mirror episode. Yeah. yeah. When you see a random shitty movie that should have been half the length and on television, yeah, then it- instead of like I used to always say like oh yeah there's your Outer Limits episode or there's like the Twilight Zone episode. It's sure. like oh now it's definitely the Black Mirror episode. Mm-hmm. So Anon was a good. It it was like if you're bored and you need something in the background and you don't really want to pay attention to it, it's good. But I also love Clive Owen. I think he's just a handsome man. But uh, I also watch... Oh, yeah, so Movie. I talked about it before. It's my favorite new app. There's just so much content on there that I've never seen before. Um, so it's this movie uh, by Johnny Toe. Johnny Tao. Oh, Two. yeah. Uh, I'm butchering that Tay, probably. Tao, uh, but anyway, it's about uh, it's called Vengeance, and it's about this um, this older man um, whose daughter's family was murdered, mm-hmm. and so he's a former assassin. He wants to seek vengeance, so he hires these assassins. But the thing is, is he actually has Alzheimer's. He's losing his memory, so it's very hard for him to have any comprehension of like who he's working with and what the plans are. And some of the shots are fucking beautiful. Like I, I kind of love it. And I, 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 it was like a good find, and it was like a movie made maybe ten years ago that I've never seen before, and really? I'm really happy I found it. Yeah, it was like 2008, I think. <sighs> Um, and then I saw Black Klansman, which we mentioned um, when I first walked in a little bit, which to me it made up for Spike Lee's awful fucking old boy movie. <laughs> that was just the, the trash. I think he actually took his name off it because he didn't want to be associated he, with it. Understandably so. He made that to piss off Tarantino, I think. It's it's the worst thing. I watched twenty minutes of it and I had to turn it off because it was so bad. But anyway, Black Klansman is so good. Like there's lots and. You, whoever's seen it, you'll see in the ending, it kind of shows this, like, parallel um, between back then and, and now of what's still happening. And and, and it's really good. There's, like, some um, really great comedy parts, and then there's some, like, real sadness. And it has a good job of kind of leveling it out until you get to the end and you realize, like, oh, yeah, this is still the very much a reality of where we are. And I, I think it's, like, one of his best movies. Sure. Um... But yeah, those are the movies I saw. Did you see anything? Um, I I did a lot of um. <laughs> well, no, no. After after uh, we recorded, because when we recorded last episode with the the Don't Be Afraid of the Dark episode, I was in the middle of like this like epic binge. Mm-hmm. I was home alone, and so I finished that binge. Later on, um, I watched um, House on the Edge of the Park, uh-huh. which has David Hess, who from Last House on the Left, the bad guy, and I had watched Last House on the Left the night before. Uh huh. And uh, it's rough. 
<laughs> it's a really. It's you know it's another bo- rough David Hess movie. <laughs> yeah, but, well, no, it's also a, a Ruggiero Deodato film. You know, the guy who did Cannibal Holocaust. But uh-huh. it's like wow. it's like a weird kind of like not a home invasion movie, but like you know all the hallmarks. I, like, I love David Hess. I think he was actually a criminally underrated actor, and he has like this look that you just get drawn to. But um, yep, two guys. You know, they end up terrorizing a house full of rich people, and you know, in all sorts of not pleasant ways, not very politically correct ways these days. Um, Would you say hilarity ensues? Actually, here's the sad thing is, there are a few moments where I'm like, that's fucking funny, but not uh-huh. not the... not Yeah, yeah you know not what I mean. the... But I mean, like, if you've seen <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust, like, it's... Imagine that in the suburbs without cannibalism. Yeah. But yeah. you get the same idea. Well, like, it, that, no, it's the same thing. Like, Cannibal Holocaust is not like, I don't think it was made to make me laugh, but it's also like, you can't help but like, maybe nervously chuckle at Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was having this conversation with somebody about Hereditary. It's like, I watched that movie three goddamn times. I definitely had some laughs every time, and like, scenes that weren't like, I'm not saying they were funny, they were definitely not like, so bad they were funny or anything, because I love that movie. But it's just like, boy, yeah. that's just so extreme, I can't help yeah, but like, you be like... Yeah, you need to somehow get it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched another movie called Last... Well, the... It, it's one of those movies that was made in the 70s. It's got, like, multiple titles. Yeah. Nice. Um, originally, it was called The Bride, but this one was called Last House... Not The Bride with uh, Sting oh, and yeah, Jennifer yeah. Beals and, <laughs> and Clancy Brown. This yeah. one's... Uh, this I don't one's even called, know what that is. This, what? No. Wait. <laughs> Wait, are you... You're kidding me, right? I'm not kidding. Yes, you are. With Lancey Brown? Clancy Brown, Sting, and Jennifer Beals. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. The Bride in the 80s. It is, you, I, I mean, I don't wow. know if you love it, but it's worth seeing because it is the Bride of Frankenstein story with Sting playing Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I've never seen and it. And I know, you know. Clancy Brown is, plays a monster. You'd be amazed at how, like, fucking precious I can be about Bride of Frankenstein. Like, there's some shit I just will not see. Just like, oh, I don't know. That's I think it's good. Mad, but but like, it's, a, it's a reimagining. But anyway, um. This Holy the, shit, wait a minute. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Clancy Brown is in it? He's the he's the monster. He's a fucking monster? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's good. I mean, it's good in like... I, uh, no, no, no. It's already was, good. It's already good. But that, wasn't, already the, good. that wasn't the movie I watched. The movie it's I watched was retitled Last House on Massacre Street, and that one was actually fucking solid. They gave it this like grindhouse title, but it really doesn't... It didn't... It wasn't a grindhouse type film. I mean, it's, it's, it's this really weird wo- story about this kind of unhinged woman who marries this real scumbag dude who like cheats on her at their wedding reception and she walks in and then she runs out of the she leaves the wedding and then she disappears yeah. and nobody can find her and she just starts terrorizing like somebody's terrorizing the guy mm-hmm. like it's just really it was really solid and it it was it was really good and then I um I watched Embodiment of Evil which was the third film in the Coffin Joe trilogy in his first two movies were made in the 60s, and then this one was made in 2008, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, a, and it was great. It was like Coffin Joe gets out of prison from, you know, uh, you know, he's supposed to have died in the second movie, but he doesn't. He's supposed to die in the first movie, but he doesn't. He's supposed to die in the second uh-huh. movie, but, then, but they do a really good job of reenacting like certain scene, uh, react, uh, you know, certain scenes and everything, and like doing the colors right and getting like good stand-ins to like, you know. But it's this great movie where, like, Coffin Joe gets arrested, uh, he comes out of prison finally, like, and he's just, like, he's an old man, and there's this cult waiting for him to, like, that, like, embraced all of his ideals, and he just goes around trying to find the, uh, the, because he, the whole point of the Coffin Joe movie is he's trying to spread his, he's trying to create an heir. Okay. And, uh. Spreading his seed. Spreading his speed. And, uh, <laughs> it's, but this one was, like, I mean, like, the Coffin Joe movies in the 60s. They're, for what they are and where like the time period they came in, they were pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. This one is like holy shit, and it's really good. Like it actually, it wasn't. 
I wouldn't put it up there with the first two Coffin Joe movies, but this one, Embodiment of Evil, pretty solid. Um, and then I saw, I rewatched Hell Night with Linda Blair. That's a good one. Um, I have not seen that. It's good. It's a, you know, college horror movie. You know, kids having to do this initiation. They have to spend the night in a haunted house. It's not really haunted. It's like, well, it is haunted by very real, not paranormal slashers, you know. Yeah. Like, it's good. And Linda Blair's great. And Peter Barton from Friday the 13th Part 4. He's in it. Oh, um, well. Uh, and also the dude from... I can't, I can't remember which Van Dyke he is. Or no, not Van Dyke. Dick Van... Pa- <sighs> not Van Dyke. <laughs> Van Patten. Did you ever see Rock and Roll High School? Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays um, Tom Roberts. Okay. You know, the, he's the jock who's like... Who's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, always yeah. like What's walking... Something Van Patten. Uh, some- was the guitarist for David Lee Roth for a while? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eddie Van Halen. Um... <laughs> And then uh, I watched Flash Gordon. Oh man! Flash. Yeah. And, well, because I think, <laughs> and I think you came over that day, Diego, when I had just gotten back from Amoeba, and I just got rid of a bunch of stuff, and I got like the Evil. They just re-released the Evil Dead. They just rescored the Evil Dead uh, soundtrack. Like, oh, oh yeah. The composer he Joe, uh, Joseph Delodica, uh, he just did a whole new score for Evil Dead based off of his original score. Yeah. Um, new instrumentation and some, like, variations and everything. But I also I got that. I got Devil's yeah. Reign with Ernest Borgnine and William Shatner. Mm. And then I got Flash Gordon because it was eight bucks. And I was like, yeah, I, I, mean, I need to have that. So I, I haven't rewatched either one of these in a while, but both of them I kind of want to, like, revisit because they're, like, the same idea. Like, this probably shouldn't be, but someone made it. Uh, Flash Gordon, that movie. Yeah. Not the property. Or He-Man, the movie with Frank Oh, Mandela. man. <laughs> I've watched He-Man recently. Really? Which one? I haven't like, seen which, it in a long which time. Which one should I actually... Because my roommate like keeps wanting to have us rewatch He-Man because he's like, no, you don't understand. It's like actually good. I'm like, is it actually good? He's like, no, no, no. At least, at the very least, Frank Langella is like not playing around. He's like for real. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah, he does not phone in it. And there yeah. is... I, I can honestly say there is a scene... I had a nightmare about this when I was in my 20s. Of There's a scene of Skeletor coming mm-hmm. to Earth. Like, it's like, and it's basically like, you know, <laughs> no, it's rad. It's like flashing lights and him, like, just, lo- like, coming on this big, ah, uh, anyway. No, I, look, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm just saying. No, I, I'm, I'm excited. And I people actually, are like, oh, I, Dolph Lundgren can't act. No fucking shit, but he's playing He-Man. Right. He's not right, fucking right. playing My Left Foot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that character being named My Left Foot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, did Payback run away? Uh, no, I, I actually really, uh. I really have a soft spot for any movie where, like, whatever actor that is, like, they showed up anyway. Like, the Street Fighter movie is yeah. a piece of shit, but it's like, Raul Julia dying of fucking cancer yeah. in his last role. And that guy's so, he's a Shakespearean actor. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing. And this is Street Fighter, and he's dying. He has every reason to just, like, phone this in and shove it He is doing it. Mm-hmm. He showed up to work that day. Yeah. He is not, like, But it all oh, comes God. down to their kids, because, like, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Raul Julia do Street Fighter so his kids could see him in... Yeah. Oh, right. he did? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Frank Langella did Skeletor because his kid loved the cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. And well, here's the funny thing about... And, yeah, well, for whatever reason, those guys, like, did crap way beneath their talents... Um, and, and for money, for, for, for money, but like, you know what? You could make the money and not really show up to it. Yeah. You could be like, you could be Anthony Hopkins and Thor if you want to, but like, you <laughs> can also be like, you can also really deliver when you don't really yeah. have to. Um, I'm going to mention two things about Frank Langella's Skeletor and then, um, I'm going to skip the other movies that I saw because all I saw was like Game Night. With creepy oh, fake Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. And I know, I hate that yeah. guy's face. Creepy yeah. fake Matt Damon. I can't. 
Yeah, yeah creepy fake, fake Matt Damon. Damon. Oh, Meth Damon from yeah. Breaking Bad? Meth Damon, yeah. yes! But, but the Franklin Jill story Very is Very good cool. actor. He is. Okay. I like him. He's okay. Good stuff. Um, so my mom. I used to watch him on Friday Night Lights. I never. Um. I never saw. Um, I, I the first time I ever saw Frank Langella in a movie was Masters of the Universe, and my mom was telling me when I was a kid. Probably shouldn't have been telling me this, but how like <laughs> hot and sexy all these women <laughs> thought Frank Langella was when he played Dracula. I have something oh. for you for that. And, and but but I never saw him without the makeup. And this was before the internet, where you could just look up Google somebody. So I'm like, my only image of Frank Langella is Skeletor. I'm like, you're like how? How, how the fuck is this Mom guy? Thinks he's sexy? Yeah. Um. And then and then is that what women are into? Yeah. This <laughs> warped. Sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, the second thing I want to mention is that I don't know if you ever saw Roman Polanski's Ninth Gate. Um, I did not. Uh, with, um... What's Johnny Depp? Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank Langella's in that, too, and there's a scene at the end of, Frank, uh, of Ninth Gate where Frank Langella, I could swear, is basically just reciting the same dialogue he has when Skeletor's becoming, like, a god. <laughs> no, I mean, stop. he's saying the same things, uh, and he's doing it in the same, like, diction and everything. That's probably accurate. And I was Spiritual like, sequel to Human like, Masters of the Universe, the Ninth Gate. Well, it was funny, because I was like, you know, I was, I was thinking, I was like, maybe they just didn't know what they were just like, oh, just ad-lib. And he was like, fuck. Mm, you know what? This you know what? what? <laughs> He's like, I really, I really nailed it with this Skeletor He's thing. like, I'm just going to say that shit I said back in He-Man. Um, I was right. Actually, that reminds me of uh, my, my grandmother who, like, I, the reason she became the coolest person in the world to me was uh, when I was, <laughs> made it gross out face, I could see where this could be going. No, um, she, when, uh, like, 98, 99 rolled around, they did the big re-release of all the Universal Monsters and, like, began my love of all that shit, um... She told me that, like, when she was a young girl in Cuba, she would, like, plex. She would, like, stay to watch movies over and over again if it, like... Specifically, she remembered Dracula because she thought Bela Lugosi was really good looking. Uh-huh. Or she was really into Dracula. And I was like, I have fucking a cool grandmother. Yeah, like, you're like, okay, whatever, Whatever's going on, I was like, I have this really cool grandmother. This is who I want to hang out with. Yeah. And it's like... Yes, good. She liked Dracula. No, that's that is rad. I, I just I was worried that you were going to tell something that was almost as gross as my my she, mom thought. She hooked skeleton, up with Frank Langella. My mom thought the skeleton <laughs> was really hot story. Um, but yeah, so I thought. Oh no, she she liked like old yeah, yeah. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Uh, mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi. That's I'm sorry, I should have clarified. She liked really decrepit, about to die from, <laughs> from opium addiction or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, a little dark humor. <laughs> yep, a little um, dark humor there. But yeah, then I saw Game Night, <laughs> and then I saw Kong Skull Island finally on the airplane, and it was Whatever. great, and that's it. You haven't even seen it. You haven't even seen yeah, it. Yeah, but you're, the way you're defending it makes me not want to see it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 You should definitely watch it and hold Mickey accountable. <laughs> no. Anyone listening you know to what? this you're right. should watch Kong Skull Island Skull. Yes. on it was good. recommendation from Mickey. And then talk Mickey. shit to Mickey, please. It was good. No, 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 exactly. Do I think it was the so best movie ever made? Watch it. Yeah, Look, yeah. it was better than Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, no. I think at I, least you I, see I, Kong in like the first five minutes of the movie. You don't have to wait <laughs> yeah, like a year. Yeah, look, look. Uh, and also, Peter Jackson's Kong is not perfect. And also, Skull Island does not have Adrian Brody. Enough said. Hey, Enough said. Yeah, he was pretty good in Predators. Yeah, was he? Was he really good in Predators? But thank you, Diego, because you just gave me my uh, my segue. Um, this is perfect, actually. Shane Black is that the segue? It is the segue. <laughs> It is. I was just making sure. Yeah, Shane Black <laughs> and Fred well, Decker. Shane Black yeah, directed. Yeah. Shane Black directed. Uh, is directing the new Predator. Yeah. Uh. That he wrote with Fred Decker. 
You know what other movie they wrote together? Ooh. It was a movie called Monster Squad. It's Fred Decker directed. This little culty film called... Yeah. Okay, before we get started... Before I'm, we get into The Crow. I'm pretty... Before, before we, get the we crow. talk about how much I love Shane Black. I saw him once. What's really? That, what's that comedian's name that does uh, Super High Me? Oh, Doug uh, Benson. Doug Benson. Okay, so I went to one of his like movies. With Kim yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with Kim. <laughs> and, uh, and Shane Black was a special guest, which was oh, awesome. So nice. he's just as, like, I guess, um, satirical and Is he and a Shane witty. Black character like you would Yeah, hope? he really yeah, is. And great. I kind of loved it. I was like, damn, Shane Black's looking good. What's up? <laughs> you know, well, you know, you know, the interesting thing about him directing Predators is that he was in the original Predator. Yeah, he's the first person to get killed. He's the first person to get really? killed. Really? I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, remember the gun who's always trying to tell, like, uh, that Native American dude? Like, oh, yeah. Those, that's Shane Black. Ah, that's great. Um, and they put him, they had him actually cast him on that so they could, he could keep an eye on the director. Like, I think Joel, uh-huh. uh, Joel, Joel Silver was the producer on Predator, oh, and he was man. like, we're not so sure about John McTiernan, so we're going to have you go there to kind of, like, be our eyes and ears. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But um, before... Before we're well, we around the time you did the I like, first I like Predator. someone not being sure about John McTiernan for a while because like for a while. Well, they were and they would have been. They were probably look like what an asshole. What do you guys have against John McTiernan? Then, well, sure, but like, <laughs> look, John McTiernan made some wonderful shit uh-huh. for a long, long time. Hey, he made Nomads, which I think is a fantastic underrated film. But yeah. he did a couple other things too, right? Thomas Crown Affair <laughs> remake. The oh, fact that God. I remember that. Yeah. I remember, because I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, it's Boy, not. Boy, if only I could think of other John McTiernan movies. Uh, what else? Last Last Action Hero, which I actually really love. Yeah, I love Last Action Hero. And I really like the, uh, the, fuck, what's it called? The New Guys? The Last Guys? Nice Guys? Nice Guys. That's fuck. Shane Black. That's Shane Black. Yeah, I thought we were, um, we're talking ta- about We're talking about the guy. We're talking about John McTiernan, who directed Diet. Oh, That's like, what you were getting at. I was like, I'm like. Yeah. I'm like no, and I was going to let this go. <laughs> I was going to be. I was literally going to wait a good 15 minutes and be like, you know, I'm having trouble remembering other things <laughs> Look, that John McTiernan did. <laughs> I don't care because we're not talking about him. We're talking about. The guy Shane, who did the Fred nice Decker. Kiss? We're talking about Shane Fred Black. Decker and Shane Black because they both co wrote the new Predators movie. Yeah. Um, and they both co-wrote Monster Squad, which, um, what I was trying to say before we went off this rant about John McTiernan was everybody should fucking have seen this movie. So I'm not, I don't care if we, I'm like, this is me saying, fuck it. If you've never seen Monster Squad at this point, you're probably not going to. And also... And and I don't think at this point you would get as much out of it as if you'd seen it, like, when you should have. Right. I, I have friends who like have come to it later, and it's like the first thing they always say is, "I wish I'd seen that when I was a kid." Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but quick rundown of the plot for those who haven't seen it, and just in case you want to like you hear the synopsis and go, "Oh, that sounds great," I'm gonna pause this, watch I'll it because it. it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, um, is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> I don't know where I was gonna go with that. I was gonna like stop at Amazon Prime, but uh, basically all of the universe. I mean, it wasn't a universal film, but basically all the universal yeah. monsters. I made yeah. that mistake when we were talking about this. Yeah. I could have. I've sworn for years that must have been universal because who else would want to do that? Right. Um. But Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, the creature from Black Lagoon, the Mummy, yeah. all converge on this one town. Sort of. Frankenstein's monster. Does. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Anyway, and, and yeah, and and they all have, to, and they're they're trying to acquire this amulet that's going to if they if Dracula gets it, total shit shit show of the world. And standing in his way is a group of kids um, that have their own little club about monsters, and eventually they call themselves the Monster Squad, and they're the ones who who are the only ones who know what's going on. Um, 
them and some. Well, we'll get into him in a second. Um, but they have to uh, they have to stop the monsters. And it's if you're a horror movie fan, if you were a horror movie fan when you were a kid, if you're a horror horror fan in general. This is a fucking. This is a yeah. movie that you should have seen as a kid. Um, here we go. A lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> we'll start with the opening of the movie. Um, Dracula materializes in his castle in Transylvania back in the old days. You noticed something that I had never considered. Oh, I yeah, it's funny. I wrote that down. I um, so there's a when you're walking when when like you're, you're where they're just like going through his like tomb and stuff. Uh huh. They show a couple shots of like armadillos like just hanging out there. And if it seems odd or strange to you that this crypt is overrun with armadillos, not, you know, rats or bats, maybe. Uh-huh. Armadillos, that's a specific reference. And what's funny is like to show you how much of a nerd I was back when my grandmother watched movies with me, I understood even when I first watched this movie when I was like nine what that was. In the first Dracula, 1931 Bela Lugosi Dracula, I guess because it's what there was when Dracula's first coming out of the crypt in, like, the first scene they introduce him coming out of his coffin, there's just a bunch of armadillos fucking really? running around. Shit, and that's it, cool. I never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. and on purpose, instead of, like, saying, like, oh, we'll make it right, we'll do rats, they're just like, nope, there were fucking armadillos in that yeah. movie. He's got armadillos in this movie. Armadillos are just this weird, intrinsic part of Dracula myth now. So, yeah, so, and, and, and that's a great opening, Which, which like... If nothing else, that tells you these guys love it that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These guys love it to an armadillo level. So mm-hmm. much love. Um, and it's a really cool scene of, like, this bat turning into Dracula fully clothed. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I, I know. We'll <laughs> get into that because we, we're going to have to talk about that in a second. But what I don't... What I, what I, one of my favorite things about the intro that I've never... The beginning of the movie. Beginning of the movie, Van Helsing. Yeah. And, and a bunch of other uh, comrades, villagers, whatever. They're all... Come like, attacking Dracula's castle because they found they're gonna try to do this incantation to to open up this vo- uh, this vortex and send all the, Dracula and all whatever. But you know they only have until midnight to do it. And Van Helsing, com- you know, probably prepared that you know was planning this for years. Probably slept in. They're rushing it. It's like two minutes to midnight. It's huh. so late that they that everybody in this movie is fully clothed and dressed and they have shoes and everything. The poor virgin girl they've dragged out barefoot. They probably just grabbed her out of bed and be like, we think she hasn't had sex, so we'll just... I, well, what I like to think is that they showed up because, like, they did go all the way. They were going on time. They're, like, halfway through. It's like, someone has a virgin, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, no, fuck. No one has a virgin? Yeah. And then they turn around. They Tom, go, has your fucking niece had sex? Because if she hasn't, we need to go back to your house now. Yeah, exactly. And then when, I, when you pointed this out, and this is a line that, like, we were both saying that we both think about a lot. Yeah. Is there's a scene where, like, you know, there's, a, like, the girl, she's she's nervously reading this. I don't know if it's, uh, it's German. Yeah. It's, it's German, German, yeah. And, she's, and um, you know, there's no other virgins in that party, by the way, uh, that group of people. She's reading this nervously, and Van Helsing's just standing behind her, just barking at her, being like, Read, or I'll die! Yeah. No, 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 it's yeah, like, do it. it, it's like, Read, or I'm going to die! Yeah. Like, he really, like, he he, it, he hits die in that way. Like, and you, Read, yeah. or I'm going to die! And you made a point of, like, dude, this guy fucked up his own plan. He shouldn't be rushing anybody. Yeah. Like, you screwed this up. <laughs> um... Anyway. Like, no, he should be like one of the. He should be like a, a good peacemaking director and say like, "Look, I understand this isn't on you, but it's riding on you now. I need yeah. you to perform. I need yeah. you to get out of there. Exactly. I appreciate you being out here for me. We're bowing at your talent. I need to just read this yeah. in your native tongue. This shouldn't be that hard. Jesus Christ, just read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop being so uh, nervous. And then, but then there's like there's just all these great facial expressions of him just like losing his shit at this girl who's just trying to read this thing. 
anyway, as the title scroll points out, uh, they blew it. And so, but quick note: when I was I a kid, this scheme, this scene fucking scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Wow. It's done really well. Like the opening where you see like the castle, you see the the, the cemetery. Well, I was a little kid, <laughs> and you know, and then like you have like this, you know, when you have one of the first things you see after Dracula turning, is you see like this vampire woman like munching on a fucking rodent, oh, and then yeah. like she looks up and she gets like it's it's a scary thing for a, a fucking kid. Um, so then we move to the present day, which is eighty seven, eighty eight, and we got two kids. Um, well, it was Sean and Patrick. Sean is clearly the leader. Yeah. And they're getting grilled. They're getting scolded by their teacher, their principal. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, I just watched a movie last night. I was flying home from... Uh, and he really? was in it. And he was in a movie called It's Alive by Larry Cohen. Um, huh. It's a killer baby movie from the 70s. And he's in it. He's an expectant father in the... Mater- and I was like, holy shit, that's the principal from oh. Monster Squad. And he doesn't look that much younger. But he also was like... Basically, the guy, the principal from Monster Squad is like, oh, we can't afford Bruce Dern, so we're going to get this guy who kind of looks like him, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, I want to picture Bruce Dern and Bruce Dern's voice saying all the, saying those lines. It's like, uh, you know, you can just call me kind of a big kid because I think science is cool. <laughs> this is where the movie... I dig it, man. <laughs> this is where the movie gets a little... It's a little tough to watch True. now yeah. because... Um, uh, I don't... It, that's... It's, I, I, know, I made the same argument. I, go ahead. Go I ahead. don't mind Jason Her... Like, uh, was it Harvey Harvey? Jason Harvey. Yeah. I don't mind his character, like the bully. I don't mind yeah. him saying shit like this because we're not supposed to be... Fuck, but like these are, the, these are like kids that we're supposed to be like relating to. And so when they're talking, when they're like... They're, you know, I mean, it's just... It's the time period. I get it. But it just... It makes you kind of cringe when they start talking about... When they start, you know, basically saying something instead of "what a homo." We're in yeah, regards to, exactly. Well, uh, the reason, the only reason I, I don't like bump on that all that much is like, sure, yeah, I don't think you would want to include that in a movie now, and I don't even mean like, oh, we're so PC, we wouldn't include it. It's like, no, you don't want to unless it's like a serious movie. Right. Uh, no reason to go there. The reason I'm, I'm, I, it doesn't bug me is like that's what eight-year-old boys talk like. That's just that's true. Across the that's board. absolutely true. They're but all the kids from South Park. And if you what what you think it didn't happen if it doesn't show up in no. in movies previously, like I'm not, the, but that's the argument that people are like, no, I shouldn't use it. It's like, but it existed. It yeah. still exists. I well, still it, use it. Only, Especially fucking little shitty ass And that was teenagers. my argument about, well, that was one of my complaints about Stranger Things was that they didn't, it was like, these kids don't talk like how kids my age yeah. talk where yeah. we did say shit they like that. They did not well, though, and the new why it. I, I uh, yeah, the new it's actually more, and, here's, and what's funny is that like, and I don't mean this seriously, I, I'm, I'm prefacing this by saying I'm not really serious about this, but like, <laughs> the reason I always... I, well, not that I'm not serious about my preference. I understand it's not a good movie, not as good a movie. Um, I prefer this to the Goonies because, like, I can't relate to the Goonies. I don't yeah. find them similar to me. These kids, I knew these kids. I was these kids. I was a piece of shit eight year old who only liked monsters and no other thing in the world. Huh. Uh, and you know, I like to think I'm still a piece of shit eight year old. I love yeah. the Goonies. Um, no, no, no. The, oh, movie, no. the Goonies yeah, is great. That's... The Goonies is great. I just like when I think of like if you're that, gonna pick maybe that that yeah. sort of thing. Like I totally go Monster Squad just because I feel it's so much more specific to me. Which I is totally funny because for Goonies and it's a better movie probably because Monster Squad is derivative of the Goonies. Sure. It's basically like 100%, the Goonies 100%. and yeah. Ghostbusters mixed together. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, I guess what I'm just saying is that, like, it, it just makes you cringe. It's not a big deal. But it's supposed to, really, you know? I don't, but the thing is, I don't think that was supposed, you were supposed to. I oh, think no, it, yeah. I think, I think it was just a, kind of like a casual, flippant line. You know, bully. But the bully, on the other hand, I have, see, here's my problem, is when people are like, oh, they dropped this, or they said this, or they said this, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, so the fucking villain of the movie... Or the villain of the story was being a piece of shit and you have a problem with that? Like, I have no problem yeah. with Jason yeah, yeah. Hervey running around saying that because he's an asshole. In fact, here's the thing that bothers me about Jason Hervey is, has he ever fucking played a character that's not no, a villain? No, I was... Yeah, I was just thinking about like, that. I just rewatched Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and he's he's a shithead in that for the two minutes he's in there. And he was a shithead in, in um, Wonder Years. Yeah, there, there's an interview on a wrestling podcast that he does where he's a shithead in real life too. So really? I should, yeah, really, I should let you listen to that. Sounds about great. He's yeah, pretty he's, great. A, he's a shithead, and um, <laughs> but I, I, I I'm gonna give Jason Hervey a break because this scene is the introduction of yeah. the, one of the coolest characters in the world. Um, yeah. He's rad. I would totally love him. Yeah. I, I no, wanted to he, be him. He is rad. It's just like, I had to rewatch this with Mickey. And watching <laughs> Mickey. this movie, watching Rudy next to Mickey is disturbing. Why? Why? <laughs> it's like, it's like gross. It's one of those things. That, and he can't even control it. Yeah. It's like, have you ever had a male dog and like he had an erection? It's like, oh, that's weird to watch. But like, it's, it's a natural thing. But he doesn't know what he's doing. That's watching Mickey react to Rudy existing. I can see it. Um, which, which is, uh, listen, I respect Rudy. Rudy was Rudy's awesome. Listen, I get it. We, we're introduced he's by Rudy. Total dreamboat. We're tr- it's, not, it's not that. It's that it's, we're introduced by, to Rudy <laughs> by, by yeah, yeah, we're, we're seeing this poor kid that everybody calls Fat Kid, who's part of the Monster Squad, getting beat up by Kevin Arnold's older brother, and Rudy pulls up on his yeah. fucking bicycle, lights a cigarette. By the way, the match, he, fl- he flicks across <laughs> his boot. Su- like, leather jacket, sunglasses. Yeah. And, oh, and so like at first, I'm like, you know, like, as a kid, I'm like, that dude's cool. And then... He like turns out to be an awesome dude. Like he like he Yeah, he, he's cool. He like sticks up for the He fucking... is cool, yeah. So yeah. Horace I just like I'm, I I like to imagine like Mickey coming back from school and like singing Summer Lovin' from Greece <laughs> about this cool leather clad beautiful I wanted, man with a great quaff I wanted that he to be met him. over the summer. I wanted to be him. Um, that's what I should have drawn is you as Olivia Newton John and Rudy. Oh as my Dr. god, Travolta. please still will can. You? Uh, yeah. I think you should. That's true. My hands yeah. haven't fallen off. I should actually do it. No, but I mean like so he's like and he's the older kid. And then the funny thing about that too is that like in the movie I remember showing it to friends of mine like 15 years ago. We were watching it. And, you know, again, I grew up watching... I think part of the reason why I took up smoking was because <laughs> in every fucking because scene of this movie, it. he's, like, smoking cigarette, and yeah. he's cool. Like, Rudy was the first time I ever saw a movie where I go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, yeah he's actually a perfect reason why, like, here's why you don't have characters like that smoke, is, like, if you watch that when you're because a kid... Because you want to Absolutely. That, yeah. The best part the is... The only though, way I'll ever sound cool is yeah. if I have a cigarette in my mouth. The best part is that Horace... So, like, the, what I was getting to is that the Horace... Runs over to Sean and Patrick's like, oh, can Rudy be in the Monster Club and everything? They're like, I don't know, Sean. Rudy's in junior high. And I'm like, and as like a 20-something-year-old, I was like, he's supposed to be in fucking junior high? Like, how did I overlook that yeah. all of my... And he, this is, first off, Rudy's the coolest junior high yeah. student in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we've got a fucking plane uh, that's that's... Browning, what is it? it? It's I think it's like Browning Express or something or Browning Todd, Hitler, for Todd Browning. For Todd Browning, Browning directed, directed Dracula, which like is another one where I, I I it's for some reason I hadn't remembered that and I'm just like ah oh, it just shit like that just made me like so I, I would like whoever made this and yeah. that's where we find out that like you know there's there's a trunk like a big trunk that says you know like uh, 
from Bavaria, Bavaria and yeah, you know <laughs> exactly, and we were like, oh, it's gonna be Frankenstein's monster, and then. And the, by the way, the back of this cargo fucking plane is like full of, is cu- you know, is rats. It's like that doesn't, you know. Anyway, <gasps> cleanliness cargo is not rats. cleanliness is not something that Browning Air cares about. Um, the dude uh, Tony Soprano's uh, somewhat up? season two nemesis, yeah, uh, Richie Apriel, uh, David Crowball, who is a great actor. Uh, really good season of Sopranos. Really, really great moment in Monster Squad. Really great moment in Monster Where he's just he's this he's this pilot who hears something in the back and he goes there and he gets attacked by a bat that turns out to be Dracula who turns back into a bat and flies away. <laughs> and does a really great like kind of like Aladdin thing yeah. or 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 scene from like Street Fighter Two. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so big trunk crashes in the water. All right, so we will fast forward. Yeah. First off. Another member of this monster squad is a fucking child named uh, Eugene. Eugene. We'll talk about him later because yeah. I, I, I'm going to say what the fuck does he bring to the table and I will talk about what he supposedly brings, but why is there a fucking child Because in this that, group? that would be, especially like neighborhood kids. Yeah, you know that's what a totally He's baby's like, age. That's well, all I gotta say. They're sexist little assholes. Okay. Here's your thing. Eugene, yeah, exactly. Eugene is this kid they know. Also, he has a dog who they probably like. Yeah. And Eugene's cool with them. The the sister, beyond the girl thing and when you're that age, whatever, the sister's also his annoying sister. He doesn't yeah. want to spend any more time with her. Eugene is just this he kid. It's like, yeah, Eugene her. can be yeah. up here. Fine, fine. But why Eugene has a sweet-ass Spider-Man poster. Why does Rudy have to take a monster quiz I guarantee you that Eugene was too young to even like. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Like they probably let him tag along. He's wait, wait, wait. Based kid. on what do you guarantee me that? Look, all I'm saying is, is that they fucking quiz Rudy. They 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 give him the third degree before he can join the monster club. They because he's hire too cool. Them. They have to make. They a have point. to hire them. You're one of those people who, like you're at a job. Like why don't they just ah, put so me in he's charge? The, he's the Ernie Hudson of the monster squad. Yeah. Rudy. Okay. <laughs> he um, wasn't part of this. He wasn't part of this from the beginning. He's, you know... He's like, look, if I can sit here by this window and look at this chick all day, I'll believe anything you say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, good. Well done. Well, good meshing of quotes there. Yeah, um, but, um, so... Okay, then we've got... um, I'm kind of going to go over the list of characters as well as the plot. Uh, Sean, who's the leader, uh, played by Andre Gower, his dad is a cop. His mom is the mom from Goonies. Yeah. Um, well, his dad is a cop who's, uh, he's played by Stephen Mocked, who's like this, I, I don't know what Mocked, I get might be like some sort of dramatic name, even though Stephen Mocked is the most Italian looking man I've ever oh, yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. 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 yeah he is like, oh man, he's, he's, uh, he's great. He's really great. Uh, and he's, you know, he's just a cop who's, you know, just doing his job and his wife and him are having some problems, but look, she knew what she was getting herself into when she was marrying a cop. Ah. Um, we can all agree on that. All right. Um, he gets a call because... I don't know. Did she know what she was getting into when she was marrying a cop in this small town? That has... Well, yeah. So... Monsters. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't marrying, like, the lead homicide detective for fucking Brooklyn. She was, like... <laughs> you know, she wasn't marrying the yeah. Jerry Orbach from fucking Look, Law & Order. She was marrying... Uh, you get the sense Chief that Wiggum. Nah, you, you get know? the sense that there's something... You're, you get the sense that he's... Constantly having to leave for his job because look in this whatever town. Until this then, place, this town definitely didn't have that. This was a mistress. No, I don't believe wow. it. Wow. I don't. I don't. I think you're. I think you're going. You know to- what? Maybe not even a mistress. He just wanted to leave town for a little while. He just wanted to not be home for sometimes. He just wanted to go bowl. No, he drink. loves his kids. He, he loves his no, kids. No, he yeah, loves his kids. That's the that's the thing is like the the you dads, can love your kids need to go. Pretty good. Yeah, parents. they're like they're good parents. They're just yeah. not good you know spouses. Yeah. 
But he gets a call because somebody has stolen a mummy from the huh. museum. Now, we know that, you know, it's funny because, uh, for, I'm going to say this right now, the guy who plays his partner, I had it written down because it was so fucking good. Oh, it's, um, Detec- what's his name? Oh, your the, the guy name? Pl- yeah, yeah, the guy named Stanshaw, he's just, you know, he's, he played, de- his character's detective, whatever, Saper, Sapper. Their dynamic as a buddy, as a buddy cop duo should have been its own fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Like, I would, like, you and I talked about this, like a spinoff movie where it's just these two guys solving weird monster-related crimes, and the best thing about it is that every fucking time, they, would ne- they wouldn't believe it. Like, even if it's, like, the third or fourth time they've ever investigated a fucking monster thing, they're still like, now, nah, mummies they, just they, don't get up and walk around. And they'd then, both be Scully forever. Yeah, exactly, no matter what happens. No, what's great is they do have a great dynamic, and, like, if it had just been this, like, these kind of, like, sort of jaded detectives just having to, like, fight Dracula... While only half believing that they're even meeting Dracula, that would right. be pretty great. Uh, Shane Black also wrote Lethal Weapons, so think about that when you think about the buddy cop dynamic. Well, that's what I was going to say. They, he's, they've created buddy movies the entire time. I mean, Shane Black is really great at yeah. creating buddy movies. But it's, just, it's but, kind of out of place because it, it's like, the, what, what I love about Monster Squad is there's so many moments where the movie could become something else. I was making sure, but that's where I remember him from, the detective. He was in House Guests, that Sinbad movie. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was like... I think I'm remembering that. Not yeah. Harlem Nights with with Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, but House Guest. House Guest is good. And Red Fox. Sinbad. He was so good. Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman. Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman. R.I.P. Every R. I. time I think about Phil Hartman, I get sad. And I don't, I don't, yeah. mean, I don't mean that like, oh, yeah. It's, I mean, like, I, I genuinely, agree. like, it actually kind of sinks my heart a little bit in my chest. But you've never seen Houseguest? It's so funny. Somehow, Sinbad convinces this man that he's his friend from not even that long ago. And then he stays with him. And it's, it's kind of racist. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like another problematic plot from from an era where we loved nothing but that. Yeah, you know? but still, I listen. You want to watch Phil Hartman? I hey, yeah. I just rewatched the Pee Wee Herman special from like 1982, and I was I like, just oh. accidentally rewatched three hours of news radio the other day. Really? Yeah. Is it on Hulu? I think it's on Hulu. There's just a bunch of episodes it. for free on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, because no one gives enough forget. of a shit about yeah, news radio. Yeah, that's true. That and they're like, like <laughs> yeah, so it's just on there, and I love news radio. Sorry, that's okay. Bye. So next, we, next up, we got um, we got this guy who's played uh, who was in Terrorvision. Yeah. Um, me and Jess watched Terrorvision for one yeah. of our episodes. Uh, the guy who plays her boyfriend, O.D., um, plays this guy in a police station who's like completely losing his shit. Oh, man. That uh, oh shit, that is him. Yeah. And here's the weird thing. And so like he's playing this guy who's like who's begging the cops to fucking lock him up because he doesn't want to turn into a werewolf and fucking yeah. kill him. And of course, you know, like most. Fucking cops do. By the way, the cops in Monster Squad are like the most like cautious about drawing their weapons or firing a fucking round. Whereas in today's day and age, well, they're, they're just, just like pow, 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 to, be, pow. Yeah, to be fair, this is a particularly white man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he's freaking out. He's saying he's gonna turn into a werewolf. Nobody believes him. He finally, the only time they ever actually fucking shoot him is when he steals a gun from an, a cop and fires in the air just to get them to fucking do to lock him up. Yeah. Uh, what I've, what I've said to you, and I think I've talked about this before, is John Grise, or Grease, uh, his werewolf or wolfman is... And I love Monster Squad. I, I don't want to... When I nitpick this movie, I oh, need yeah. to understand I love this movie. But his storyline or his performance is too good for this movie. Oh, yeah. Where it's like... 
It is better than the Benicio Toro Wolfman. Well, it, it's okay. Um, it is. It is. It's so good. It's almost distracting. Like he's very seriously going through like anthropy. He's very seriously becoming a world. He's committing to it. And and like it, it's weird because the rest of the movie is like you know funny stuff with these monsters, but he's like seriously. Here he's for like it. tormented, and he's yeah. like he doesn't. And like there's a scene where he's calling the dad, and he's trying. He's yeah. trying to warn him, and you're like, like oh, this looks. This is fucking rad. Uh, he turns into a werewolf. Calling him from what I'm convinced okay, is the same gas station from Cabin in the Woods. I just have not proven Probably. it. Um, yeah, that's possible. Um, so the next up, we, 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 you know, the guy wolfs out, turns into a werewolf, um, and he ends up in the... By the way, this town it also has a swamp. They have a swampy really, town. Okay. That's not that weird. Of all the weird things about this town, the swamp is not that weird. That's true. The that's museum true. that can afford a mummy... A little weird. Okay. Um, Speaking of the mummy, where does he show up? He shows up at the swamp. With Dracula. With well, Dracula and his werewolf his werewolf repellent staff that also has electrodes for... It's actually a ref- which is also reference, a reference to, to the Wolfman. I agree. He's I love an do, actual silver mm, wolf head king. Except for in, in, in the Wolfman, Claude Rains doesn't pull the ears off and then hotwire a car with it. In the Wolfman, Not that he does no, it. No, no, no. In the Wolfman's scenes that you've seen. Yes, okay. I'm sure they had some... <laughs> Claude Rains is like, really... Really? Then okay. again, that Take was that was when it was. In the past hundred years, he's probably had it like a little souped up. But you're, when you wonder what it is Dracula's been doing this movie, he's been having adventures for years. Okay, <laughs> he's ready for this moment. I mean, he's contended with Van Helsing, assorted knockoffs of Van Helsing that have also been played by Peter Cushing, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> Dracula's been up to some shit. And there was a moment where he said Scooby Doo at some point. This 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 staff that I you know this this like walking stick with the silver werewolf head to keep repel the werewolf. We also I also wanted to have an antenna, just in case I need it for something. He basically is carrying around a werewolf repellent uh, Swiss Army knife. He's where he, it's a werewolf repellent Frankenstein reviver because you know what he might need is to not be attacked by his werewolf. And to occasionally revive as Frankenstein. Monster. Okay, sorry. These sorry. are actually for. And, and we also—it's like when people have an inhaler. It's for purposes that are their own. So yes, so the kill ah. monster pops his head out, but bam! Oh, uh, meanwhile, kid gets—he uh, gets it, his mom gets him a diary at a fucking garage sale. Guess whose diary it is? Van Helsing. Hmm. Um, so. This is all happening in one night, by the way. Everything that I've, I've narrated so far has all happened in one night. So let's see. Dracula has. Um, he's, he's revived Frankenstein, he's, Dracula has a car, we'll get into that, but Dracula- Dude, why wouldn't he, though? Because he can fucking turn he, into a bat. Yeah, but he has okay. other people. Exactly, exactly. We rewatched it. Selfish. So we, re- so we rewatch it, right? Yeah, he can <laughs> we rewatch it. And he shows up in the car, and Mickey's like, it's the car, the car, the car. I'm drawing the car, I'm mad about the car already. Um, I'm hoping by the time you see this, you can see that drawing. Um, the, the, he's got the car. He shows up in his car to that swamp. And then, a couple scenes later, they're back at the mansion. The car's parked out front. Yeah. And everybody's there. And I'm like, you see Mickey? Yeah. It's exactly so there's a deleted scene. you think he was going to walk? Where they're driving, he's driving the Gill Man, the fucking mummy, the wolf man. <laughs> Frankenstein's monsters in the back of the hearse and everything. Because he can't, he could turn into a bat. They can't. And they're zipping, yeah. they're zipping through the drive-thru because that fucking asshole, the wolf man, needs this fucking, like, chicken sandwich. And so Dracula's like, oh, hello, what do you want? Okay, yeah, we'll have uh, a number eight, a number this, whatever. Here's my problem, is that they're like, you you have, half the time you have these characters wandering around anyway, so why do they fucking need a car? The mummy's wandering around. The wolf man is wandering around. 
Frankenstein gets fucking set up. So Dracula six Frankenstein on these kids. Oh, so let me reiterate. But he still needs to like get them to places. He still needs to get them to places. It's a big town. In fact, if there was no lightning, if he wasn't able to revive him, he'd just have this giant fucking box with uh, fucking what's his name in it, and he'd and and, and he would need a transporter. Okay, fine. that's why he has fine. this car. So Dracula leaves a plane. <laughs> he he exits a plane via bat as a bat. Lands in the small town that just so happens to have Frankenstein's. That's where Frankenstein's monster lands, as well as the amulet in the city. Because he ordered house. it. Sure. Got, I, so far, <laughs> so far, I am. I'm, I'm on there with you. But we are supposed to believe that he has called this kid's house to ask about the diary, and he's probably so preoccupied with all the other shit he's got to do that night that when the mom's like, "Who is this?" He's like, "Uh, mm, uh Mr. Alucard." That's Dracula spelled backwards, my friends. That's how clever Dracula is. And then he goes, <laughs> I, then he goes to the dealership. He was buy, on the spot. Buys a car, and this town not only has a swamp, but also has a very fast custom shop that will do a silver skull hood ornament that he can slap on that fucking car. How do you know he just didn't have it made before he also, got there? Also, yeah, if there. he had, if he had the, the if he had the Frankenstein monster delivered, he could have had that car delivered. Yeah, what Dracula the hell? is a very wealthy man. Exactly. Dracula's a very wealthy man. And when you're wondering why is he used Alucard, he wants that kid to know. Yeah, that's true. He wants to scare him. Yeah. Why okay. Why does Batman's batarangs have to be bat-shaped? He wants to scare people. Okay. This is about sending a message. Yeah. I agree. All right, fine. Fine. We'll move We'll, we'll move forward. I will, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, I will happily be Sarah Huckabee Sanders for Dracula this entire time. <laughs> Good. I will just field questions. I could happily improv 40 minutes <laughs> of just like, you ask me whatever about Dracula. And I'm just going to be like, well, the Count feels that's his opinion. And I think as he's, he has a right to do it. <laughs> um, listen, look. <laughs> um, you guys are really unfair. Yeah. Um, so Dracula revives Frankenstein. Six yeah. Frankenstein. He's like, these kids got the diary. That's the other thing, too. Special counsel Van Helsing. What? Sorry. Go so he's talking to Frankenstein, and there's, there's got to be a line where he's like, look, there's some kids who've got the diary. I tried calling them up. They're not, they're not budging. <laughs> you go get the diary for me. <laughs> so he sends Frank, he sticks Frankenstein, but what he doesn't realize is that E.T. came out like six years ago, so we all need that moment where, <laughs> you know, so the little girl befriends Frankenstein, played by Tom Noonan. Who yeah. fucking you want to talk about owns this fucking movie? Tom Noonan is like one of the very best people I've ever played the Frankenstein monster, and it's in Monster Squad, and it's a movie where like you didn't maybe need that, but he shows up so hard. He does like some of the best work he's ever done in like really great respected movies. Yeah, and it's yeah. like as the Frankenstein so monster. They re- go ahead. No. I was going to say, they did, Red Dra- they did Red Dragon twice, right? One is, you know, first yeah. time is Manhunter, mm-hmm. and the second time is Red Dragon, right? And the second one has all the, with Ray Fiennes, has all the backstory of, yeah, yeah. of the, the killer and everything like that to make him sympathetic. They don't need it in Manhunter, because Tom Noonan can make that character sympathetic yeah. with a facial expression. Have you seen his episode of X-Files? Yes. Oh, God, he's great. And he's great in everything. He's Tom Noonan is fucking fantastic. And, um... Robocop 2. Which you still haven't seen. But House of the Devil, which he's great House in. Anyway. No. So Frankenstein's now part of the Monster Squad, um, you know, and then uh, I do. I, you're right. He that that is uh, that sort of reverses my point when he because he he's like, look, I tried buying it from them, and it's like it's like he's a mobster. It's like we tried paying them off. We're gonna need you to go over there and break some knuckles and get me that book. Mm-hmm. So Frankenstein's now part of the Monster Squad. They have the book. They have the diary. They need to translate it. They go to scary German guy. 
played by Leonard Chimino, great char- character actor. Um, uh, again, another moment where you're like, oh, there's a subplot that's missing. Um, uh. They're a scary German guy, they're afraid of him, and then he turns out to be this really sweet guy who knows a lot about monsters. Why does he know a lot about monsters? Because he's a concentration camp survivor. Why fucking focus on the fucking concentration yeah, camp thing yeah. and never come back to it? Because what were you going to come back to? Yeah. Like, Dracula you... in the concentration camp. That's the prequel movie we haven't seen. Well, that's... The... It's Schindler's List meets... That's, um... The Strain. The Strain, yeah. Yes, exactly. I like to think that Guillermo del Toro, when he was writing that book, was like, you know, they really wasted a good opportunity in Monster Squad, so I'm just going to use that. To have Dracula posing as a Nazi officer. Have you seen The Strain? No, I haven't. It's a book. You should read it. Yeah, the the first book is That sounds interesting. No, it's just like, again... Boy, what, that's a big concept to just, like, It is, because it. it's three fucking books. Because, <laughs> uh, like, uh, that's a... Uh, they kind of do that at the beginning of X-Men First Class. Um, and, and... I'm just saying, it would have been a great, great, great callback, you know? It's like, a, when he sees what, Dracula at the end like, of the movie, he could be like, Oh, you, that, you know, you're that no, asshole. It's Jesus, too much for a children's movie. Off. That is really... You want to talk about insensitive Jesus. Like, that's a lot. To put the the freaking Holocaust on Dracula. Here's the other thing. No, no, no. He's just he's just picking people off. He's he's working. Not in the whole Holocaust. Yeah, but not the he's, whole. But he's in the. He con- sees an opportunity. Yeah, he's like he's like there's a fucking. I I think it, again. <laughs> I don't think it works for Monster Squad, but it I works think for the movie that involves uh, Wolfman having or not having Nards and the creature stealing one's Twinkie should not have but a that, very serious uh, deep dive yeah, into, into the Holocaust. Okay, so then why go? Why show that? Because that? It's it was a- bad. It's a bad moment. It's, it shouldn't be in there. And mind you, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, of course, I, because I'm nine, so I take uh, Dracula every bit as seriously as I do world events. So I'm like, yes, that's right. He does know about real monsters, and you know who's yeah. just right up on the level of Joseph Mengele? It's motherfucking okay, Dracula. Here's the, that's great, because when I was that age, I didn't understand that. I was like, why the fuck? What is that little, like, what's those numbers on there? And then when I, when I you know was old enough to understand what was going on, I was like, Wait a minute, so in Monster Squad, they never come back to that? Like, they take something so heavy, and then they just drop it in there? Yeah, Because it, it's it should, too heavy. It should not be there. Why are you talking so much shit? I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, so we're going to go to the montage, where oh, yeah. we have, I mean, first off, Michael Cimbello, the guy who We're going to rock over to the montage. Yeah, we are going to rock over to the montage. Uh, first off, we see Rudy doing everything. Like, Rudy is, let's be honest, he is the fucking goddamn club, because yeah. he is stealing, he's, he's like, he's crafting the silver bullets. I think he's carrying the team on his back, to be certain. He is, and he's, I, me and Diego were, like, uh, we're laughing about this, but he does, like, when he's about to steal the bow in the archery set, you know, <laughs> he does the classic, and you can't see it, because yeah. the, the, the hands, you know, like that. <laughs> he, like, blows on his hands, oh, and he, like, sh- and, like, like kind of does a little it's thing. Almost, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the Indiana Jones, like, the, yeah, like, almost like the, yeah. 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 Or, or even, it's actually even more blatant than that. It's like the Indiana Jones stage show, where it's like, well, people are really far, so I really <laughs> have to overhand yeah. these hands. Um... And you know, Sean is just looking at his watch. He's the leader, I guess, but he's okay. He's just looking at his watch. Patrick is making business. Yeah, the coach cards. doesn't go out there and 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 run the plays, my man. He true, tells true. you what to do. True. He used his funds to get that quarterback, and he got him. And he's doing the okay strikes. I don't know. So Eugene, this little Sports. fucking kid, also played by Bud Bundy's younger brother. I did huh? not know that until you told me. Yep, is writing uh, a letter oh, yeah. to the army. <laughs> that is to be delivered to the army that day, <laughs> defying any. The post office has never worked this well, uh, even in fiction. 
And first off, the kid first, I, I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm like, why are you going to send the kid? Well, he didn't use browning mail. Well, second off. <laughs> That's why. This kid, why would you put this kid in charge of this job? The kid can't fucking spell right. He's writing a fucking crayon. And I, I, do, do we know that was an actual directive to him? Oh, maybe. Okay, maybe you're right. He might have just you're taken right. it on yeah. his own. You're right. Maybe you're right. Trying to help. I'm not mad at Eugene. I'm mad at the army for actually getting the letter and going. Oh, I hey, have a theory about that. Okay, okay, we'll get into that because yeah, that's yeah. towards the end. But uh, move forward. Um, they go to the house. They think Frankenstein gets killed. Um, Wolfman's got Nards. Famous. I know. Moment. There's there's so many. This is a great thing. It's like you still hear the quotes yeah. today. All of them. And we were, and, give me. And I was the saying that like you bitch. I love that. <laughs> uh, but the thing with the Wolfman got nards. I think. Uh, I was say don't breathe through Wolfman's got nards. The, the only reason, reason why I have because pro- I'm like that's the one part of the movie that I actually kind of have a problem with only because the Wolfman storyline is like again it's so like good and serious that that yeah. just kind of like um. But um. Well, I, uh, I I have. What's funny? I remember when you talked about when you talked about this a little while back. Um, See, but that makes my point though. Kicking kicking them kicking them in the, in the dicks, and right. they did this. They kicked him in the dick, and yeah. they got away. Yeah, yeah. this hey, is that, listen. Saying. That's a, you okay. know what? That should have taught kids. Sure, smoking's cool. Also, kick him if in you're the in dick. stranger danger, kick him in the dick. Yeah. Don't worry about honor. Kick him in the dick. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, you know, what's great, I remember as a kid thinking to myself, because this is how much of a fucking joyless nerd I was, <laughs> I was like, why are they wondering if he's got nards? He's a wolf, he's the wolfman. Wolf has nards. Man has nards. Yeah. Wolfman would have... Why would wolfman not have nards? <laughs> um, and, but no, what's great is I remember you remarked upon this at like... Uh, you know, why does he stop and go, Wolfman's got nards. And, like, I don't think that's a bad moment. I think that kid is incredibly boisterous and will one day be on Broadway. That kid, he literally, he not only, like, stops after he kicks the Wolfman and says, Wolfman's got nards. When they go to the scary, scary German guy's house, he says, guys, I only have three words for you. He looks at his right. He says, scary, looks to his left. German, looks at the house. Guy. That guy would dramatically go, yeah. Wolfman's yeah. got Ten years from now, he's going to say, we're going to Broadway. Absolutely. That guy would, when he shoots the Gill Man, spoiler alert for a little later here, uh, like, and he's like, hey, fat kid, he goes, my name is Horace. Like, that guy has drama in his soul, and you let him have it. You let him yeah, have it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I will give you I will give, I will concede to that. Um, meanwhile, while they're at the house, they're getting the amulet, they, they, they scare off Dracula. Rudy is talking, Rudy and Patrick are trying to find out from Patrick's sister if she's a virgin. <laughs> uh, Rudy is the only human being on the planet who can use sexual blackmail as a means to get coerced. I mean, no. He's got pictures. He's got, you know, that Frankenstein took. It, here's the thing, where it's like almost innocent is like Frankenstein must have doesn't know what's going on. He, yeah. he took, he's basically a child. He took those new photos because he just touched the thing that was aiming at that girl's window. Yep. Okay. And Rudy was going to just post them up just in case she didn't cooperate, you know. Uh, I, lo- I do love yeah, how... Yeah, say that objectively. I know, I know. Uh-huh. It's they really needed, tough. They needed this chick, based on whether or not she has or had sex before, to she, do their uh, bidding. Not whether or not she's been had sex before, whether if or whether or not she has been dorked. Dorked. I do love that he says, have or have not been dorked. At any time. Because, yeah, <laughs> at any time. Um, you got the annual. They're going downtown uh, to to the church because they're gonna fucking whatever. And this is where Rudy fucking kicks the fucking ass. Okay, <laughs> Rudy. This fuck. is oh, this is uh, hold on. Wait, sorry, I gotta write it up. This is where he kicks. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Dra- so Dracula goes and blows up their clubhouse. He drives there to the house. 
blows up the clubhouse. Then he turns into a bat and flies away. Why did he need to fucking drive over to their house? Why couldn't he just fly over there as a bat? Uh, he couldn't take the dynamite as a bat. Yeah, it's Look, too heavy. Any guy who could he fucking couldn't turn, take the dynamite as a bat. You okay? Hold on. A- any it's to transport things. The car is a weirdly practical part of this movie, but it's a practical element to drag. Yeah, it is. I need, let's move I, on. I, I let's need move to be, on. I need to be there. I need dynamite to okay, be there. Okay, fine, 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 fine. So uh, dynamite can't we turn miss, into no bat. We we kind of we kind of like gloss over, and by we I mean like the Shane Black and Fred Egger, the scenes where uh, Sean's dad has got amazing aim, and he fucking fucking oh, drives yeah. with one hand and fires dead on at Dracula as a bat in the other hand. <laughs> While he's doing that, Rudy killing three vampire chicks, mm-hmm. uttering the fucking coolest line, "I'm in the damn club, aren't I?" <laughs> yes, you are. You yeah, are the club. That is. That um, is good. He kills the three. He kills the uh, the three vampire chicks. Yeah. He kills the wolf man again. Another moment where you're like, well, the wolf man thanks him afterwards. You're yeah. Like, and he's Woo, like, heavy. That's, that's <laughs> um, Horace. The wolf man who just came back to life after, in like the coolest fucking scene in the world. Yeah, where he just yeah he gets blown up and then he, he gets, gets blown re- and his just like body comes back together. It's just so cool. So while they're doing all this, uh, Pat turns out Patrick's sister is not a virgin. This is something that I didn't... Well, you know, it's just... Well, it, it was Steve, count. but it didn't count, right? Yeah, um, I have a few of those. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> um, this is something Kate pointed out to me that, like, I was like, oh, God, I never thought of it. So, you know, uh, there's at one point where they're like, you know, she's, like, freaking out trying to do the German, Patrick's decision. She's like, really, you should be doing it. And, and Patrick's like, he's not a virgin. She's like, did you ask him? And it's like, hey, with the exception of Rudy, because we know... We know. Yeah, he's been nailed yeah. abroad since birth. Exactly. They're all fucking virgins. Any one yeah. of them could be reading that thing. But Wh- it's because they're young boys. They don't want a minute. Remember it in that part? There's like no other virgins here, and everyone's just kind of like, no. Nope. You're thinking of it. The re- no, I'm not. You know, did, that line did not happen in Monster Squad. I'm, I just watched it. So did we. Did you remember a scene where they were. I just watched it like they're arguing an hour virginity? ago. I don't remember that. The, he, he said there's like no other virgins here. While they were like looking, and then oh then yeah, but I don't think I, I don't think they they make a thing about it where they're all like no, it's oh, not, not a thing, me. but it's a line. I mean, well yeah, all, like, okay, fine, but all we know is that Rudy is not gonna fucking volunteer because Rudy's been nailing chicks. He's literally and the, the right. song "Bad to the Bone." Yeah, all right. From so, the day he was born. Of course, the only option is the little girl. She starts reading the fucking dialogue. Yeah, been, uh, uh, that whole thing. Yeah, Dracula, in a fucking badass scene, is like marching his way over. Fucking smashing dudes! I mean, it's awesome. This he is doesn't fu- break his stride. Doesn't he break doesn't his- break a sweat. No. He li- doesn't even look at these people and yeah. like breaks their arms and destroys them oh, as he's walking straight he to the fucks them up. It's the coolest. It is so thing. cool. Uh, you know that line you mentioned, the "Give me the amulet, yeah. bitch." Did you know that you know, like when he first looks at her and he's like, he's got that you know, when he picks her, lifts her yeah. up. Yeah. You know, he's got the regular whatever. They didn't tell her when they did the next shot oh, that, they, he, that he, that he gonna, would look scary. That he was going to do the the, the con, They were going to put the red contacts in. Well, because they already knew that she was scared of it. Apparently, because like she was like, she no, was I can't, I can't five. look at it. So the scenes where she's suppo- he's supposed to have it, like they when they shot her, he just wouldn't. And like they told her they wouldn't use it to make sure that for that one scene that they use it, she wouldn't uh, expect it. They'd be totally terrified. There you go. Yeah. So um, she she fucking loses her shit. Um, fucking Dracula, uh, Frankenstein comes back. That great, the great moment, the bogus moment where he picks up Dracula, Boops. fucking flings, Boops. you know, oh, and then he's just kind of he's like he's just kind of hanging out with fucking Phoebe, watching over her while she's reading the lines or anything. The vortex opens. Um, Dracula, he ain't gonna have any of this shit. Uh, he, nobody's got time for that. He tries to take Sean with him. 
that is when Van Helsing comes up out of the fucking blue. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Sean gets a wooden stake Dracula, but... It, I, Which it, is cool enough already, all the validation you need when you're that kid. Yeah. It's cool, but... It's cool. Yes, I know it's cool, but I'm just saying that I think he missed. But Van Helsing pops up, grabs Dracula, drags him back into the vortex with him and the other, the virgin and the other fucking people that fucked it up 100 years before. And the ones who blew it. Yeah, and he gives him a thumbs up. Yeah. Which makes sense, I yeah. think. Because, yeah, thumbs up, bro. Yeah, thumbs up. It, I mean, like, I can only imagine being that kid and getting a thumbs up from fucking Van Helsing. Yeah. Also, I mean, the other thing is, uh, Frankenstein is who, is who solves it, and they never go into why he, like, betrays him. He's, like, a trusted, necessary part of, of, of Dracula's crew. And he just, like, without even, without any convincing, he just turns over. Which, you know, is because he's still guilty about throwing that little girl in the lake. Yeah. In the first Frankenstein movie. Right. <laughs> Um, exactly, and I he's think, like, "I'm back, and I'm gonna make this right." I'm exactly. I think, yeah, and, and you know, and that was gonna say is that Tom, there's actually a mo- there's a few moments in Monster Squad that kind of uh, give you the feels. Tom Noonan holding the the Frankenstein mask up and asking the kids if he's scary. Yeah, that fucking kills me. I actually, I, I get even more feels weirdly when like he tosses off Dracula and looks and like when she's like, and and what's her name starts feeling more comfortable because he's just like holding her hand yeah. so she can feel safe while she reads yeah. the thing. And he's looking at her and like, he, oh God, everything about that right. is so like good. Couldn't get that with Mel Gibson playing the, the Frankenstein's monster. Um, Army shows up because they got a misspelled, grammatically incorrect, crayon written letter that got delivered that day and they fucking show up to the center of this town. Oh, real quickly, two steps. Horace, fat kid, Gets a fucking... He gets his own kill in. He gets... He kills the creature in Black Lagoon. Uh, tragic note. Brett Shalom or Chalum or the guy who played him died at 22. That's right. Uh, from pneumonia. That's shitty. Uh-huh. That's, that's really shitty. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Army shows up. Rudy's already trying to bag Patrick's sister and you know that it's gonna happen later on that night. We're all... Let's all be honest. Uh, they give away the, the car, their business card to the Army because you know the Army's gonna be like... Oh shit! There's more monsters. Who are we gonna call? Oh wait, remember those fucking kids that wrote you that letter and you showed up? Um, but they took care of it. Yeah. Did so they a, or did they not? So a, you should call them. Uh, B, here's what's going on. Dracula exists in this world. The government knows about him. The okay. government. Knows See, about that's him. what I'm saying. Yeah, they the, came because they knew about they this. It's been, a conspiracy. Yeah, they've been on the outskirts of this town, looking for any reason to come in, and that note is reason enough. They're going to spin it as, like, we got intel from inside the community <laughs> yeah. that this is going on, so we had to go in. You know, martial law was declared, and they came in. The army's been on the border of it waiting. They know from the higher-ups, cigarette-smoking men and all, that Dracula is here. The largest threat to national security is in town. Okay. I, you you won me with cigarette-smoking man. <laughs> I, you got me. I like the yeah, X-Files that, reference yeah. words. That's um, that's it. That's Monster Squad. Yeah. I there should be. I, I would like to see the spinoff movie where Rudy gets sent to another town because he's just causing too much troubles. Like balance. Like net. So like, he's like Buffy. And he fights, and, and he ends up fighting monsters. Yeah, and he fights the the drama teacher with half a face. Um, Is that Buffy? No, that's a fan of the opera joke. I'm Is trying he, to think of uh, other monsters. Other, no, I just want to see Rudy going to another town and just be like. Oh, fuck, man. Trouble just gravitates towards me. I'm going to bag this chick, and then I'm going to kill this monster. Because that's where You want him to be game. Ash? Yeah, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I, by, by the way, I, I, I'm, like, looking at something I wrote down here. So, I apparently Brad Fuller uh, with Platinum Dudes, they tried remaking it, like, a little while back. Oh, God. And, like, it well, luckily, I guess I like- Double-Edged Sword uh, 
they were like, no one was interested. Yeah, like, in doing it. Like, they were trying it. to redo it, and they are like, yeah, it just, we couldn't get a lot of people for. interested in remaking it, which is like, for the best, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cool with it. Uh, and Shane Black actually talked about, um, uh, well, he, like, the last thing he said, and I think, like, as of two months ago, he was, somebody asked me, he's like, yeah, I guess it does have a resurgence, and I'm kind of amazed because it wasn't just a flop, it was like, no one in the world ever watched this movie. Yeah, that, even in the DVD that I have, it, it was like one of the first runs when it um, first came out. On DVD? Yeah, and uh, there's a little note in it, and even from Fred him, Patrick and, he, and yeah. he's kind of like surprised, he's like, I had no idea that yeah, anyone even like, liked it. Well, yeah. you people find this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, he said, yeah, he, they talk about that. He said like, he thinks it would be interesting, the only reason he has, he would like, kind of poo-poo it until he came up with something is that like it, any sequel would be too much like it yeah and he's basically just like if I can find a way that doesn't feel like it's just them 30 yeah. years later finding the same thing More like monsters, it yeah. I, I, I would maybe consider it at that yeah. point I mean Monster Squad is it is the first part of it without um with, which is way better that seriousness yeah yeah um yeah. It's also like, uh, I was going to tell you, this is the thing I had written down. Apparently, like, have you played any of those? Like, I'm not really much of a gamer, but like uh, the Friday the 13th game. Like, yeah. so, sort of co op y, like, you know, the Yeah, it's so like, much yeah. fun. I've heard that's Eric. really great. Yeah. Um, Until Mess Dawn is kind of like a similar style thing. Apparently, there's something called the Blackout Club, uh, which is kind of inspired by the Monster Squad, and it's going to come out in like the first quarter of 2019. That's supposed to be like, again, a team. Uh, base thing where you all work together and it's like basically you're these kids and I think they kind of end up fighting okay. a similar thing and it's weird because like you'd think like oh it's supposed to be kind of a Stranger Things game but everything I've seen it's like it's supposed to be heavily Monster Squad specific yeah which yeah. is cool um, mean, the great thing is, is that like yeah Monster Squad didn't do well when it came out but it had it gained um, legs on video yeah and the people who are making stuff now like Stranger Things grew up watching stuff like Monster Squad yeah sure so it, it it's it definitely has had a life. I mean, and probably more than Monster Squad. Uh, probably the, some of the things Monster Squad like borrowed from. But Absolutely, yeah, like, but the idea of like, hey, these are kids. You know, like that whole thing. I mean, like, uh, yes, it's Goonies. You know, yeah, it's it's probably more. But when you, whenever you whenever you put a horror spin to the yeah to Goonies or it yeah absolutely. But I think that Monster Squad did. Monster Squad. Like I said, had a. I mean, we all saw. I saw on video. I still. I used to have the Vestron video yeah. with the the cool cover that you drew and everything like that. Um, and back in nineteen eighty six when I drew it. Right, and it's like it's it's a really you know it it lived on. It was like a, a staple at video stores and yeah. like. Um, no, if anything, it's like it's interesting that that didn't have its moment because if anything, like something like Stranger Things, it's like oh, this could have been big, in a different era. I think this could have been like you know pretty cool also i think where it kind of is weird is that like i as much as it's my favorite thing i love the universal monsters brighter frankenstein is probably my favorite movie i also think and from watching this like you could tell like man as as a kid at least i would have really gotten along with shane black and fred decker probably but yeah it's also very specific i think most people that's where like probably that line was drawn i don't think there was an interest enough in those characters to like Mm want to watch kids fight them as opposed to like you know well they already remade monster squad with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it was called Van Helsing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really, literally, I, when that movie came out, I was like... All right, we're mo- done now. All right, guys. No, 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 that's <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet Wolverine. Okay, that's a good one, too. Um, guys, go check out Diego's uh, Instagram page again, Versus Wednesday. Um, 
I appreciate it. Yeah, and get, get in on that contest. Cause <laughs> yeah, the contest yeah. it's it's ending uh, it's ending on September again. Some like I, I n- listen. I'd love for you to go on there and just check it out for its own sake. But like, legitimately good art supplies that like you would want if you're an artist. Like they're expensive. If you just want to resell something, you could probably get at least like fifty bucks for. Go on there. Go but aren't the you aren't you going to do a commit? You you will do a commission of a. Anyway. Oh, yeah, and also whatever commission you want with Wednesday Adams. I think that is the real prize. Oh, I appreciate no. that. Um, <laughs> seriously, go check it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Wow. Anyway, but now that we've gotten that out of the way, The Crow. Okay, let's go with The Crow. Um, no, seriously, guys, uh, bye-bye. Go on iTunes, go on Stitcher, go on SoundCloud, go on all those things and just, you know. Rate us. Rate us, follow us on Instagram, and tell your friends, and we'll be back very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye, Diego. So, The Crow. Okay. <laughs> you know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. Naughty virgins. They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. Two thousand year old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves. But when strange things start happening in town... There's a monster in my closet. Ooh! Look at that big, scary monster! What's happening to a werewolf? Silver bullet? They're the only ones ready to do battle. Something down there is killing people. And if it's monsters, nobody's gonna do a thing about it but us.